0: Welcome wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host Brandy, and on the show we talk about all things wrestling. From AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, Smackdown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show we're going to be covering AEW Friday Night Dynamite for 618 and Impact for 617. So let's get inside the ring ropes and let's find out what's going on, shall we? So let's start with Friday Night Dynamite AEW for 618. AEW opens up with a match that I was excited to see. I'm talking about the MMA cage fight match between Woodlow and Jake Hager. Now, I told you guys this was going to be interesting because we normally don't see these kind of matches in wrestling. We see him on UFC and MMA. And of course, Jake Hager being an MMA trained fighter and Wardlow not really being involved in this at all. Wasn't quite sure how this match was going to go, but I was very excited to see this because I wanted to see what these two guys could really do. Of course, Wardlow comes out with Sean Spears and Jake Hager comes out with Chris Jericho. Now, the only way in an MMA cage fight that you can win is by knockout, tap out, or by referee, referee stoppage. That's the only way that you can win. So, it's an interesting... I mean, there's a core cage wrapped all the way around the ring. You're fighting in an octagon-shaped ring. For those of you who have never seen UFC or MMA, it's an octagon-shaped ring with a cage around it. There are a total of, you know, five rounds, you know, good fight you know, Good fight between them. You know. Starts out great matchup. Jake Hager and Wardlow really doing great the first round. It looked really good. Wardlow really showcasing what he could do. I mean really making it look so easy for the first time ever being in an, in an MMA fight. It was an incredible fight first round. Of course it ended with neither one of them getting a knockout, or TKO. You know, none of that. They didn't get any of that. So they get a few minutes to rest, go back in, round two. Round two, it's back and forth. The whole time you're thinking, please let Jake Hager win this because this is Hager's element. This is something Hager's used to doing. Woodlow really did not make it easy for Hager. He didn't make it easy for Hager at all. And I mean Woodlow really showcased that he could fight in an MMA octagon. He really brought the fight out. And you were, I mean, you weren't quite sure what was gonna happen. It was a great match, you know, great match between the two of them. Of course, it did end with Jake Hager winning that match by tie ta- by knockout or by tap out. It was a great match, incredible match, you know. They kinda after it was done, you know. Jake goes over, shows a little sign of respect to Wardlow, because Wardlow really did give him a run for his money, but of course Sean Spears comes in and attacks Hager and Jericho. It gets into a nasty fight. Of course, here comes MJF. MJF has to stick his nose in everything that has nothing to do with him, and starts attacking Chris Jericho. Dean Malenko comes in to try to break up the fight, to try get, you know, MJ to leave Jericho alone, because Jericho does have an injured elbow. MJ was targeting that, and what did you think? Okay, you think okay. MJ's gonna calm down. He's gonna back off. He's gonna leave Dean Malenko alone. No, he knocks Dean Malenko out. Shine of disrespect to a veteran yet again. It really gets crazy, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere to clean the house and take care of all the problems comes Spanish God Sammy Guevara. The hero of Inner Circle. He makes sure that the entire ring is clear. He's standing up on the part of the cage side of the octagon. I tell MJ, come on, get back in here. I'll whoop your butt again. Come on, come on, come on, come on. This was a great match. It was a great way to showcase MMA style fighting. To the wrestling world who may have not seen it. If you've not seen it. Go look it up on social media. You will get a great fight. You will see something you've never gotten to see before. And it's impressive. It's a really good matchup. Between Wardlow and Hager. I liked it. I was impressed. Way to go AEW. You did a great job. Of course Frankie Kazarian and them have a match tonight. and Kazarian is basically letting the good brothers of them know. Where he stands involving you know, the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks and how he feels about them ending SCU and ending Christopher Daniels' career and I mean, Kazarian's on a tirade right now trying to you know, get some sort of revenge against these boys because Kazarian deserves it. After everything the SCU went through, you know, the way way they lost, you know, a few months back was kind of pathetic and unexcusable by the Bucks. You know, there was no respect between best friends. It kind of bugged me that they did this. So, you know, I get where Kazarian's coming from. I want to see Kazarian get one up on the Brothers and Bucks. I want to see him get that win, that ultimate win. I'm waiting for it. I'm hoping it happens. Team Taz and them apparently have a summit over their issues. Now, as you guys know, there have been issues dwelling within Team Taz involving Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. It's been a serious, serious problem between the two of them, and they can't seem to get on the same page. And it's because Starks wants to cheat and Cage doesn't. I don't blame Brian Cage. He wants to showcase what he really can do without cheating. The cracks are forming, the foundation's about to break, and the floor's about to drop out from underneath Taz, and we're going to see somewhere down the line, I'm telling you guys, a feud between Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. It's coming. It's just a matter of time as to when it's going to happen. It's boiling over and it's at its boiling point and I expect for it to happen anytime soon. Of course we have the handicap match which should never have happened to begin with. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Darby Allen. This is a great match between them. It's so good that literally Darby Allen at one point zip ties Ethan Pages when he's not looking. Feet together. Zip ties him guys. Zip ties his his feet together where he's having to hop. It is hilarious. This match is incredible and Darby Allen really shows what he can do. He shows that he is not a joke. He's not something to play around with. He's not something to toy with. It's a great match. Of course, it didn't end the way I had hoped. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky do win that match, but it was not an easy win for either one of them. Darby Allen really showed what he could do, and shows that Sting is not the reason Darby's doing is so successful in AEW. It's because of Darby's determination, his ring ability, and his you know his no quit attitude. That's what makes Darby so good. If you guys have not seen Darby Allen, go look him up on social media. I promise you will not be disappointed in Darby Allen whatsoever. He's an incredible in-ring competitor, he deserves all the accolades that he's gotten so far in his career. Of course, next we have Orange Cassidy with best friends and Chris Statlander versus Cesar Bononi and his and his wingman come out with it. This match is great. I mean, the wingmen want to fix, you know, Orange Cassidy's look. They want to, you know, make him look great, and they try to do that. They give him a spray-on tan. They brush his hair. They try to give him some fancy sunglasses. Orange Cassidy isn't having it. He's not having it at all and the wingman keep trying to go at Cassidy, they're tired of it. Best friends are done with it, so they get in the ring and they, you know, they get a little flips in Orange Cassidy over to take out the wingman. This is a great match between Orange Cassidy and Cesar Bononi. It really shows what Orange Cassidy can do, but it also shows what Cesar can do. It's a great matchup between the two of them, and it's a fantastic fight, ending with Orange Cassidy winning that match with an orange punch. I'm impressed with Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is incredible. He's come a long way from when AEW started to where he is now. I see him having the potential to be go on to be a great, you know, ring-ring competitor, possibly a champ at some point in time. I mean, he's just great. It's fantastic. If you've not seen him, go look him up. He's incredible. It's an inc- I mean, he's an incredible matchup. Great, 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 great storyline. Alex is trying to get an interview with Jungle Boy and, the, you know, Jungle Boy and, uh, Kenny Omega have a match on the 26th for the titles. Or for the title, for the AEW title. Jungle Boy's trying to talk to you know Alex Marzes and Kenny Omega and Don Callis show up and start interfering and you know, kind of taunting Jungle Boy, trying to get Jungle Boy to, you know, come at them and you know fight them. And you know, oh come on, Jungle Boy, you know, you're you're not all that great in the ring. You can't do anything. Blah blah blah. Of course we have Michael Nakazawa, the little stooge out there with them. And, you know, he wants to fight him right now. He goes, come on, Jungle Boy, I'll even give you the first shot. Come on, hit me in the face. Give me a reason. Come on. Well, Jungle Boy attacks him. Or tries to. And gets attacked by Michael Nakazawa. Michael Nakazawa gets took out by Jungle Boy, and what do Kenny Omega and Don Callis do? They jump into the little golf cart, and when Michael Nakazawa tries to get in, they th- basically throw Michael, Michael Nakazawa to Jungle Boy. He takes them out. They run off like little stooges like they always do. Don't, I mean, I'm not saying Kenny Omega isn't good. He is. He is incredible, incredible in-ring performer. The problem is, is he's running around with a little stooge, Don Callis, who seems to be making it very difficult for Kenny to really show what Kenny can do without having help from the Good Brothers or the Bucks or gone. It just seems like to me, Kenny's not getting the credit where Kenny deserves it. He deserves to shine without backup and without help because we know we can do it. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens between Jungle Boy and Kenny Omega next week on Dynamite. It's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen. I'm excited to see what happens. Of course, the interview with Matt Hardy at the Hardy Family Office and of Matt says, he, you know, a contract was broken between him and uh, Christian Cage and how Christian Cage, you know, should have retired, stayed retired, and that, uh, right in his mouth as usual. Christian Cage comes up and tries to attack him. Well, they get him locked inside, inside this little barrier cage behind him. Christian Cage keeps telling him, look, I want to face you. I want to fight you. I'm tired of this, you know. yeah, you know, I'm done, blah, 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 Matt Hardy, you will know, go back at him. He goes, just let me out and I'll get you, blah, blah, blah. We're expecting Matt Hardy and Christian Cage to go at it at some point. It's po- it's highly possible that we're going to see Matt Hardy and Christian Cage go at it just like they used to in WWE. We're expecting to see it. It's coming it's just a matter of time as to when it does. It's culminating to this and it's going to be an interesting fight when it does happen. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen between these two. Now we get Cody Rhodes with in-ring debut of Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's son, Of course, Aaron comes out versus Aaron Solo and QT Marshall with Nick Comorato coming out with him. This is an interesting matchup because it gives a chance for Brock Anderson to show what he can do to the crowd and to the, you know the world stage so they can see just how much training and how hard he's worked to get this far. And to get to do it with Cody even makes it better. It is a great matchup. And for his father to be out there and see him do this, it's an incredible matchup. I mean, there's at one point Brock goes to make a tag, Cody, ref doesn't see it, tells Cody you didn't tag in, pushes Cody back in. QT and, you know, Aaron are trying their best to win. It's a really good matchup. Yeah, it, it it's great. I mean, it, it just fantastic. But, of course, like I said, it, it it's really good showcase for Brock, for Brock Anderson. It was a really good showcase. It did end with Cody and Brock Anderson winning that match. Of course, Arn comes in and gives us he gets a hug, you know, hugs his son. It was a great matchup way to showcase what this young competitor, third generation superstar, can do. It's going to be interesting to see what he does in AEW and where he goes next. I'm excited to see the sky's the limit for this kid. He can do anything that he sets his mind to and I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Brock Anderson and where he's going to go from here. I mean, he has the potential to be you know, as great as his father or maybe even better. It's going to be interesting, and putting him with Cody was a great way to get him started, to kind of get his feet wet so he would be prepared for what lies ahead down the road for him. I'm excited to see this. Of course, we get a promo with Lance Archer and Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts can't seem to be able to contain the Murder Hawk monster. This guy is on a tirade, guys. It's a matter of time before this ticking time bomb explodes and it goes after a title. Not quite sure what's going to happen. Don't know what gold he's going to be able to do. What gold he's going to go after. What we're going to see. I mean, with the forbidden door being open, he could go after IWGP title. He could go after a Ring of Honor title. He could go after an Impact title. An NWA title. We don't know what's going to happen. But it's interesting how Jake cannot keep control of a ticking time bomb ready to explode. And it's going to explode. If you've not seen the Murderhawk Monster Lance Archer, I'm telling you, you go look him up online. He is a ticking time bomb ready to explode and it's a matter of time before he gets somebody in his crosshairs and it's not going to turn out pretty for him and he's going to get a title at some point. It's just a matter of time as to when and where he gets it. Of course, we have our interview with Andrade. Guys, Andrade, for those of you who don't know, has come to AEW. And we're very happy to have him here. We're excited to have Andrade here. And he does an interview saying that he came to AEW because of its great wrestlers, it's a great company. And it's got some great championships. And he sees himself excelling in this company and going further than what we expected. Of course, he's asked about his relationship with Vicky Guerrero. And of course, he, you know, being Lucha Libre, the respect between him and Vicky, and everything that Vicky did, and everything that she, you know, the entire time, you know, Eddie Guerrero, everything that she'd been through, he feels that Vicky is a great, you know, person to work with, a great person for his caliber of wrestling. Of course, he makes a surprise announcement saying that him and Vicky have got a surprise for us. Interested, because I'm wondering what, Andrade, what kind of surprise Andrade could possibly have for us. Could he be going for a title? Could he be going for the TNT title? That would be an interesting fight between him and Miro. Could he be going after Kenny Omega? The sky's the limit as to where Andrade can go with this. And with Vicky Guerrero at his side, this man is going to make. A, he's going to be an informal, serious, person to deal with because we know what Andrade can do. We know what he's capable of and this is a different Andrade than what we dealt with in WWE. This is a more gritty, more passion, more fiery Andrade and it's coming. It's a matter of time as to what he's going to do. And I'm interested to see what the little surprise is from him and Vicky. I'm curious. This guy, got my head scratching and I'm pretty sure it has you guys said scratching too. Interesting to see what's going to happen. Of course, Alex catches up with Hangman Adam Page, and he's been asked, you know, asked question whether he wants to face Will Hobbs next week on Dynamite. Of course, Page says yes to this match. So again, we're going to have Hangman Adam Page versus a member of Team Taz. This is getting old. You're you're beating it to death. Uh, let Hangman Adam Page move on. He's celebrating with the Dark Order. Just let him have his fun. You know, I don't know how much further they could go with Team Taz and Hangman Adam Page. Of course. AEW, for those of you who don't know, do go by a ranking system. It determines on who's going to face a champion next. Jungle Boy is the number one contender right now, but if Jungle Boy does not beat Kenny Omega next week, Hangman Adam Page becomes the new number one contender for the title. So could we see Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega? That is a highly likely story. It's very possible that at Fight for the Fallen, Or maybe even all out, we could possibly see Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page for the title. It's highly possible. And I'm kind of looking forward to that maybe being the case. That they actually finally get to go head to head after all this time of being separated since they split after the tag team title wins. Interesting to see what's going to happen between these two. It's interesting to see what's going to happen, but we've got to get past Team Taz. Taz has got to let Hangman put Hangman in the Review mirror and start focusing on their issues involving Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Focus on that before you go going after somebody else. It's going to be interesting what happens next week involving Hangman, Adam Page, and Will Hobbs. And if the Dark Order is going to get involved in it somehow, it's going to be interesting what's going to happen. Of course, we get Penelope Ford versus Julia Hart. Marcy Blonde's come out with her. It's a great matchup between these girls. These two competitors really showcase what they can do. Julia Hart, she's new to this. She's really good, you know. Penelope Ford, she's fantastic. If you've not seen the Super Bad Girl, you see her. She's, in fa- she's a fantastic competitor. It's a great matchup between the two. Of course, Penelope Ford does win. She does win the match. Of course, she don't let up on a finisher, which kind of worries you a little bit. But in the middle of the match, after the match is over, in the middle of this whole fiasco, Miro comes out. And he tells Penelope, where's Kip? He isn't here for you. Oh, I'm so sad. So sad Kip isn't here for you. Well, I'm here for you. Comes out and attacks the varsity blondes. Penelope four wants nothing to do with him. She just walks out of the ring. She's done. But of course, Brian Pillman Jr. is not going to let Miro go without a fight. And it escalates into a huge fight. That yeah, I expect this to be a fight between the two of them. Now, I'm expecting the fight for the TNT title eventually to be Miro versus Brian Pillman Jr. I see it coming. It, it, the writing's on the wall. What's going on with him and Pen- Penelope Ford? I'm not quite sure. Are we about to see Kip Sabian return? Yeah, that would be incredible. We, you know, we kind of miss Kip. We kind of I miss Kip personally. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Kip Sabian return. You know to defend his wife's honor don't know what's going to happen it's going to be interesting to see where this goes with miro varsity bonds penelope ford and kip sabian it's going to be interesting to see where this goes i'm, ex- I'm excited to see what aew is going to do with this of course we get Britt baker and she's in the back talking to alex marzez and basically you know Britt baker's a hell of a champ guys she i mean she hasn't defended her title yet but what she's done so far is she's really showcased what she can do as a champion. Cut promos and cut some good ones. And she really does. She cuts some dang good ones. But of course, in the middle of a promo cut, Vicky Guerrero comes up and says, Look, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of you skipping out on Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose deserves a shot at that title. Yeah, you know, I'm done with you. You know, I, This is getting ridiculous. I want you, in a match... She, she won't be in match. She goes, yeah. So per Tony Khan's orders, next week it's going to be you and Rebel facing me and Nyla Rose. This could be a problem because Nyla is a monster. She is a behemoth. If you guys have not seen Nyla Rose, go look her up online. She is a force to be reckoned with. I'm not kidding she is a dangerous woman so to put her in there with Rebel and Britt Baker it could get really ugly and of course we haven't seen Vicky wrestle in a while so I'm all kind of excited and anticipating what Vicky's going to show us in the ring what are we going to see it's going to be interesting to see what happens and what's going on you know with Vicky and Nyla and Britt and Rebel looking forward to that match now guys I'm letting everyone know right now, AEW will be airing on June 26th on a Saturday for Saturday Night Dynamite. You heard me correctly, not Wednesday, not Friday, Saturday, June 26th. And the two matches that I'm telling you guys you need to watch are Hobbs versus Hangman Adam Page... And AEW championship match, Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega. These are the two matches that will be, you know, ones to watch, the ones you need to pay attention to. There's something you need to pay close attention to. Again, AEW Dynamite will air on june twenty sixth on a Saturday on TNT. So go check it out if you get the chance to. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. FTR and Santana, they cut Santana and Ortiz cut a heck of a promo. We know that the fight between Santana and Ortiz and FTR is coming soon. We know it's coming. It's inevitable. It can't be missed. This is going to be a heck of a match between two great tag teams that are really going to showcase what they can do, guys. Santana and Ortiz and them are really incredible to watch. If you've not seen them or FTR... Go look them up. I can only imagine how these two tag teams are going to be against each other in a ring. But their promo is a killer promo showcasing what these two tag teams really truly are all about. And what they're capable of. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this match when it does happen. It's going to be a great match and it's going to be one you need to watch. Now we move on to the main event. Guys, this is your main event of the evening. It is Penta El Cerro Frankie Kazarian, and Eddie Kingston versus the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers. And, of course, Stooge Don Callis and Brandon Cutler do come out with them. When You see them coming out, you know dang well there's going to be a problem. This matchup is a really good one. Penta Kaz and Eddie Kingston are really giving Matt Jackson. And Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson are run for the money. Nick Jackson is not in this fight, guys. You heard me. Nick Jackson is not in this fight. So it, it, it it's going to be interesting without Nick. How Matt's going to work? But I mean, they really are giving them a run for their money. It breaks down about midway through the match. Everybody fighting. There's not really, you know, not really anybody in the ring. It's a knockout drag fight between these teams. Kazarian's not getting, you know, not letting go. It's just an incredible match. Of course, Don Callis again is on commentary, literally getting on everybody's nerves, including the commentators Excalibur, JR, and Tony Schiavone. He's getting on my nerves. Don Callis needs to zip his lips, shut up, and let these guys do what they do. I'm not saying he's not good on commentary, but he's nerve-wracking on the commentary. And you get tired of hearing Don Callis. You get tired. I mean, we see him on AEW. We see him on Impact. We're tired of seeing Don Callis. Somebody's got to do something about Don Callis. He's getting on our nerves. We saw him at Against All Odds and what he did at Against All Odds. It's really nerve-wracking. But, I mean, he's just driving us crazy. Of course, the stooge Brian Cutler tries to get involved. Brandon Cutler gets took out. You know, you see an incredible, I mean, it's an incredible main event. Kaz rocks Matt, Carl and Doc. You know, Kaz, Kazarian's doing really good. I mean, several times he almost gets the win on the buck, on you know, on Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Matt Jackson. He really gives them a run for their money. Penta, Eddie, and Kazarian are not giving up on this. They are literally tearing this team apart, left and right. I mean, it just looks really. I mean, it's a really good matchup, guys. It's incredible. Because there Ian uses the Angel's Wings at one point, which is his partner, Christopher Daniel's finisher move. He did it so flawlessly and so perfectly. It was great. You know, great. Way to give a tribute to Christopher Daniels. It was a really good match. Guys, it was a really good match. It really was. Of course, we're all wondering where Nick Jackson is. What does the little stooge do? He shows up in the middle of the match and sprays El Miero in the eyes with a spray can. How many times do we have to keep bringing this spray can into a ring before a ref finally says, no one's allowed a ringside, no spray cans, no Don Callis, just a fair fight between, you know, competitors. How many times do we have, no, not Michael Nakazawa, just have a fair fight. It's getting ridiculous, but of course the of course Matt Jackson, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson win that fight. Not happy with the way that fight went down. Not happy with the way that main event went down. How, like I said, how many times are we going to get this before we finally get tired of the you know uh, and the ref finally gets tired of it and stands up for what needs to be done? Or Tony Khan finally says, Hey, I've had enough of this. There's no spray cans. There's no Stooges. No one's allowed anywhere near ringside. Let's just have a fair fight. It's, only, it's, it's getting old. It's time for us to have a fair fight between competitors. It's only fair. I mean, it's getting ridiculous. Now, we move on to the most anticipated thing of course, guys, y'all know, Against All Odds was last week. And we had a really, really big cliffhanger hanging in the balance last week. I'm talking about what Don Callis did to Sammy Callahan last week. Here we go to Impact for 617, the fallout from Against All Odds. This is what we've been waiting on. I don't know, all of you out there in the listening, you know, in the wrestling universe have been waiting to find out what is going to happen with Sammy Callahan. What's going to happen with Don Callis? How's Scott DeMore going to respond to this? You know, what is going to happen? Well, now we're going to find out. It opens with Moose. Moose walks up to Scott DeMore's door and he's banging on it, demanding that Scott open the door. Scott opens the door and he tells him, look. They messed me up in this match. I basically got ran over by a bunch of two-bit has-been young bucks and lost my title. I demand that I get another shot at the title at Slammiversary. Scott, of course, tells him, look, everybody in the Impact is upset right now. We're all mad at what happened with you. We're all mad that what happened with Sammy Callahan. Everybody's in an uproar. Everybody's coming to my office. Everybody wants me to fix this. Look, I get it. We're all mad right now, but I'm telling you, Anthem, the Anthem Sports Board, who is in charge of Impact, is sending somebody over here tonight to solve the problem, to sort this all out. To get this done. This has never happened in impact history. Never has the Anthem Sports Board of Directors ever sent anybody to solve all this fiasco that happened at against all odds. When they send somebody like that, there's a big problem. And I guarantee you they're gonna solve it because they've had enough of the fiasco and the craziness that's going on. So now we've got this you know advisor from the board of directors. Coming to Impact to solve the problem. We don't know when he's going to show up. We don't know who he is. We have no idea how he's going to solve the problem. It's all about the waiting game as to when we're going to see him. TJP with Faha Baja versus Black Taurus and, of course, Crazy Steve's out there. This is an amazing matchup, guys. Anything that TJP does is incredible. Black Taurus, same thing. If you guys have not seen Black Taurus or TJP, I suggest you go check these guys out because these guys are incredible. They bring the fight and they bring it well. It's a great matchup. It's a great showcase. Of course, TJP does win that fight. Fairly. Crazy Steve doesn't try to get involved. Baja doesn't try to get involved. It's a great matchup. It really showcases what TJP and them are all about. It is a great matchup matchup guys if you haven't seen it go look it up on youtube on social media i promise you will love this match it's a great match great match ace austin is looking to form an alliance with raju leading up to the ultimate x division match so that they can have a level playing field against the other people that are fighting for the x division title Raju agrees with him and says, yeah, 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 we need to have a level playing field. Is he siding with Ace Austin? Who's he siding with here? I mean, come on, Ace Austin's partner here, Madman Fulton, is reason why we're having this uh, Ultimate X Division match. Anyways, because he got involved in the match against all odds. So why in the world would Ace Austin care about you know, having an alliance? This is ridiculous I mean it should be every man for himself trying to get that title off Josh Alexander it, it, it only sounds fair but of course what is that Raju got up his sleeve? What is he thinking? What's going on in his mind? It remains to be seen as to what's going to happen and what Raju might be up to Of course, Chris Sabian returns and doesn't like what Moose is demanding, and so he challenges him to a match at Slammiversary. So now we're going to get Chris Sabian versus Moose at Slammiversary. This is going to be a great match, guys. This is going to be something I tell you guys, you need to get Slammiversary and watch because it's going to be incredible. It is going to be an incredible matchup against two dang good competitors in Impact, two of the best in Impact next to Sammy Callahan, and you're going to see something incredible. I promise you're going to see something incredible. Of course, we get Josh Alexander, who is the X Division champion, versus Madman Fulton. And Ace Austin is out there. This match is an incredible matchup because you're pretty sure Ace Austin was going to get involved. You thought there would be a DQ. There would be no. It's an incredible fight between two good competitors in the X Division division. Do a really great. It's a really good matchup. Josh Alexander does re- does win the match, but after the match is what gets people scratching their heads. Ace Austin attacks Josh. Out of the blue. Here we go. Setting up the ultimate X Division match. Petey Williams comes down to even the score and help him out. He goes to hit a finisher but Raju comes from behind and takes him out. Here comes Trey Miguel to get out next to take out Raju. All of a sudden Cherie appears out of nowhere and takes out Trey and Petey Williams before before Josh gets into his face. He chokes, slams Josh onto his knees, and this is, apparently this is Raju's ace up the sleeve. So, Cherie, Raju, Austin, and Fulton are holding each other's arms up a victory, going, We won! We won! We won! No, you didn't. There was no match. It was just a gang-up, gang-up on everybody else in the X Division match. There was no definitive winner. Come on, guys. Josh Alexander won the match. There was no match. Come on. Of course, then we have the virtuosa knockout champion, Diana Parazzi, and she's grilling Kimberly and Susan because of their plans. Every time they make a plan for, you know, for the last couple of months to get you know, some form of up on fire and flare, they can't seem to get it, and everything keeps, seems to be backfiring. Susan basically tells her that she would, she would already be champ if it wasn't for them. She wants nothing to do with them. She's had enough. Diana looks at both of them and says, well, you know what? I don't need either one of you. What is going on with Kimberly, Deanna Parazzi, and Susan? Did we just see the untimely demise of the knockout three? Is that possible? Has Susan finally pushed Diana Parazzi to a breaking point? Has Kimberly had enough with Deanna Parazzi and Susan altogether? Has Deanna just had enough of them running outside interference and causing her problems within her championship? Not quite sure. going to be interesting to see where impact goes with this interested to see what's going to happen. I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Of course, we have an interview with W. Morrissey. Of course, he did beat Swan at against all odds. And he says the only thing that he can ever trust in his entire career and in this industry and in his entire life is himself. Do we seem to forget that you used to have Enzo on your side? Have you really... uh, Carmilla? Have you kind of abandoned your friends that used to help you out back in the day? Really, Morrissey? Have you really started stoop that low? St- uh, of course, we weren't really happy with that. Not really happy with the way he, you know, he, into, he uh, said it. But of course, we also have an exciting debut coming. Steve McLean, formerly known as Stephen Cutler from WWE's Forgotten Sons, is making his Impact debut against Paige. This is a great matchup, guys. This really showcases what this man can do and impact. Also, against a formidable opponent like Paige, it's an incredible matchup between the two of them. It's a great match. I liked it. I was impressed with it. Of course, Steve did win his debut match. Who didn't see that coming? They normally always win their debut matches. Interesting to see where Stephen Cutler, former Stephen Cutler, is going to go in Impact. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with him. The sky's the limit as to what this man can really do. I'm interested to see what, you know, they're going with Don and then we're going to do with him. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Of course, we know the tension between Jordana Grace and Rachel Erling. It's at an all-time high right now. The... Rachel has a match against Tennille Dashwood tonight, and Jordana Grace thinks that Rachel's stealing her thunder. It's just a big old mess between these two, and I'm not quite sure where this is going to go between these tag tag team partners. They're just not really, you know, coalescing together, and part of me thinks Tennille might be some of the problem they're having. And I'm just not quite sure how this is going to go, but the attentions are getting really bad, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens between Rachel Erling and Tennille Dashwood tonight, and if Jordana Grace tries to cheat in this, it's going to be interesting. Okay, we move on. We see Don Callis, and he's sitting back there, and he says, If you have siblings, you understand that you may have a squabble or two, but at the end of the day, you work things out. He and Scott D'Amore have had their different skill sets, which has worked well together to basically revive Impact Wrestling from where it fell when it was TNA. Don Callis and Scott Demore have done really well with Impact, but mostly Scott Demore has done most of the work. This man has really made Impact what it is. He's made Impact everything it should be. And Don Callis was trying to take credit for everything. And I'm not saying Don Callis didn't do part, didn't do work for it. He did. But you can't take all the credit. you got to give some of the credit to Scott Demore because he really has helped Impact come a long way from when it used to be TNA. He's done a lot of work with it. Of course, he says the problem with Scott is is he's too emotional. He gets overly attached to the talent. While he sees them more like numbers on a spreadsheet on Callis saying this. It, it's not the first time that he and De Scott have had to talk about firing Sammy Callahan. So Sammy Callahan, guys, if you've not seen this guy, he's a loose cannon. He is a ticking time bomb ready to go off, but that's what makes him so good at impact. That's what makes him such a strong competitor is that willingness to go the ultimate to the ultimate level just to get a win. That's just how Sammy Callahan is. And I don't know what Don Callis' personal problem is with Sammy Callahan, but he's got something wrong. He says he isn't too worried about the Anthem exec coming tonight. He's expecting them to come and thank him for getting rid of Sammy Callahan. Really, Don? You really think they're going to pat you on the back and give you a little gold star for getting rid of one of their best competitors? In impact right now? Are you serious? You're messing up their main event for Slam anniversary? Are you insane, Don? Do you really think that? He says, Oh, they're going to come bearing gifts because I got rid of a problem which should have been dealt with a long time ago. Really? You think they're going to just hand you gifts and go, "Thank you, Don. We appreciate you getting rid of our, you know, our comp- one of our best competitors. We appreciate you firing our main event for Impact's anniversary." You really think that, Don? Are you really that stupid that you think that they're going to do that? This is typical Don Callis. This is how he is. The problem I see is as he's looking past the big picture here. He is not an Impact exec anymore. He had no right to to fire, or the authority to fire Sammy Callahan. He's put himself into a position that he can't get out of. And there's consequences for the actions that you take. And I can only imagine what this exec is going to give him as his consequence. I can only imagine what's going to happen. It's going to explode in a dazzling ball of flame. I foresee it. It's coming. You can see it. You can smell the fire on the horizon. It's not going to be pretty for you, Don. And it may not be pretty for Scott Moore any either for allowing you know an ex EVP who is no longer an EVP of Impact fire Sammy Callahan, it could explode in both their faces. You don't want this guy's as to what's gonna happen. We're gonna have to wait and find out. Of course, we move on to Rachel Erling versus Tennille Dashwood with Caleb. With a K, guys, with a K, this match was a great match. Jordana Grace of course did we, weren't, we were expecting her to show up and you know, it really was a good match between the two of them of course she didn't it was a fair fight between Rachel Erling and Tennille Dashwood Tennille did win that match it wasn't a. It was a cheating match it was a fair fight she won fairly congratulations to Tennille for finally winning a match that didn't involve Caleb in it whatsoever it was a great matchup it really was I was impressed very impressed with it Of course, then we get Fire and Flare. I've told you guys how I feel about Fire and Flare, the knockout tag team champions. I have a big problem with them. I have a really big problem with them. But, of course, they're harassing the cleaners and the backstage staff, getting them to say that they're the best knockout tag team of all time, blah, 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 running their mouths. Well, lo and behold, somebody comes to shut them up. Here comes Rosemary and Havoc, and they had something to say about that. They quit. It quickly escalates into a fight, and a huge fight where Kira, Kira Hogan gets dumped into the trash, into the trash can. She's trying to get out of the trash, and she's digging everything out, trying to pull everything out, and trying to find a way out. Well, what does she find? A trash bag, and what does it say? Mickey James. Guys, there is Impact now. Impact's poking the Viper on WWE. For those of you who don't know. For those of you who are unsure, you might have seen it on social media. Go look it up if you're not if you're, if you're not sure about this. WWE was notorious when they fired people, they would send their stuff in a black trash bag. Go look it up on social media. It's there. Mickey James has talked about it. A lot of them have. So there goes impact. Now poking the viper on WWE and Nick Khan. I'm loving this. I like the impact and AEW are doing this together as a unit. It shows strong solidarity between the two companies. It's a great little storyline. It's cute. It's a great storyline. Of course, then we get Tashi versus and with Eddie Edwards versus Rhino from Violent by Design. I told you guys this was going to be an interesting match from the start. This was going to be a nasty match between the two of them... culminating in a deadly explosion. And by Jove, it was a good match-up. Back and forth. You were pretty sure that at some point in time... Eric Young might get involved in it. He tried several times. Eddie Edwards kept him out. It was an incredible match-up, of course. Satoshi, who is from the Forbidden Door... New Japan Pro Wrestling... He won the match. So now, because he won that match... Him and Eddie Edwards just earned a tag team title shot at Slammiversary against Violent by Design. I'm pretty sure Eric Young is not happy about that. I'm pretty sure he is ticked off to no avail. I can guarantee you he is not a happy camper. I wouldn't be, personally. But then again, I'm not him. So, we'll see. Okay, guys. Now, before I get in, this is the final part. This is where I was talking to you about it. We've been waiting on this all night. We've been waiting for this to happen. Instead of me telling you guys what's going on, I'm going to let you hear it. Now, this is not... The, I have no rights to this whatsoever, guys. This comes from Impact's Twitter their Instagram, and their YouTube. So you guys will get to hear exactly what happened at the very end of Impact involving Don Callis, Scott Demore, Sammy Callahan, and the exec. So you guys know firsthand what happened. Again, like I said, I have no rights to this. I give my shout-out to Impact Pro Wrestling's Twitter account, their YouTube account, and their Instagram account. This is where it came from. So, you guys are going to get the chance to hear this amazing, amazing setup between the two of them. So, I'm going to let you hear this firsthand so you guys get to hear exactly what happened. So, here we go. Y'all ready? This is what happened at the end of the night for Impact Pro Wrestling.
1: Oh, no it fires me because I am Impact Wrestling. Kenny Omega, get your pit asses out here right now! Sammy Callahan, he's been fired, but he's holding
2: the ring and he's living right now. You well, want to see that. what Rest happens, ladies and gentlemen? You can I hear Sammy Callahan. Skull, he's got a live microphone. Sammy Callahan fired this, this past is Saturday my night. Company, see what happens.
1: If I want to be on TV, I'm gonna be on TV. Get away from me! Security, come on, to the ring. Something. All five of you, Hold do on Sammy, Sammy is sense.
2: hold on Sammy, Sammy, hold want? on, hold on, calm down, just breathe. Sammy, hold on, hold on, guys, go, go, right out, right out, okay Sammy security's gone it's just you and me you want to lay me out lay me out but you know what for once sammy for once i'm on your side because what happened this past weekend was wrong it was unfair and it shouldn't have happened to you don't overstep and i'm gonna fix this for you that's why i've been working all week sammy i've been on the phone and that's why the anthem board is sending somebody here tonight. And I talked to my contact, and they said their person's already in the building. But what you're doing right now, you're not helping your case, Sammy. What you're doing right now is almost proving Don Callis's point that you're out of control, that you can't be trusted. Sammy, I know, I know that your instinct is to always fight proof. Just once, just once, have faith in me that we're gonna get this fixed gonna get this
1: fixed, You know, honestly, Scott, I really don't give a damn what you have to say, but you know it better than anyone. I am the soul of this company. I do not like authority, but for once, you know what? Let's do things your way.
2: Uh And just like that, Sammy Callahan has vacated the ring.
0: So that I want on tape. So I not smiling. As a teenager, I carried a
3: camera with me everywhere. Scott. Well, what's a reason? Oh. You know how I've always hated to say the words I told you so. But uh (laughs) Captain Crazy just left the building. That's your guy, Scott. You're gonna fix it. You can't fix crazy. There's no amount of therapy that can fix Sammy Callahan. And I hate to say it, I hate to be out here because I've known you for 25 years and we started this thing, but did he not just prove the point that I've been saying? Did
2: you not overstep your bounds this past weekend? Maybe,
3: maybe I did. But you know why? I did it for you. Because you are the one who's got a soft spot for all of the wrestlers. You've got a soft spot. I've been telling you for three years, we're different than them. We're better than them. There's a reason why we don't wrestle anymore. It's because we're too smart and too successful to be low life pieces of garbage like the wrestlers. But you always wanted to still be a wrestler. You always had that in you, Scott. And I don't. I see them as the insects that they are, as the tools that allow us to make money. So, so are you close did to wrestlers? Yes, you are! And I did this for you, because- For me? You did. you did it for Kenny Omega! You did not have the guts to fire this man! I did it, because he's nothing to me! You, you love this guy! You did it to protect your nephew! Oh, no, 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 I did oh, Yes, for you us. did! And maybe, uh, uh, of course I don't want to see Kenny get- Oh, no. Tommy This is Tommy, yeah, this is Tommy Dreamer. What What is going on? You
2: get the animals under control here Another wrestler I, Tommy Tommy I love you, you know that But this isn't the time, Tommy With everything going on, I don't have time for you to tell me you told me so Please
4: Scott, I'm not here to tell you I told you so, because you never listened to me anyway. We all know you love to do
3: that, so why don't you give D-Lo his jacket back and just go back to Philadelphia to the bingo hall, kid? It's not 1998 I, anymore. Tom,
2: Tommy, their, Anthem is sending somebody here, a representative from the board. We don't have time for this right now.
4: Scott, I'm the person Anthem has sent.
2: What?
1: Oh,
4: come, come on. Josh. I'm the person. They didn't go around you. I went to them. Once. Oh, you stooge! I went to them. I stooge. please hear me out. We've all been friends for a long, long time. First of all, Sammy Callahan is not fired. Sammy Callahan mm. has been reinstated. Well, by, by who? By who? By who? By me. The board has brought me to give that information, as well as else. Well, oh, there goes Sheriff Price. It's yeah. And something else. and that's What's the
2: something else, Tommy? That
4: something else is that someone else needs to be fired. Because when the two of you started this thing, you called me up and I dropped everything because you said you were going to change impact. You and said, we did! And you said you were going to care about the men and women in the back. You were going to change perception. And yes, you did. But guess what? And I do care about everybody back there. And we did change it! And it's this okay, is okay. the You'll hardest decision else. and thing I've ever had. Had to do, but personal relationships and personal friendships have been put in front of Impact Wrestling Business. He's a good guy, he can't help that. Guys, this is sick. You'll be alright. What is that saying? You can't see the forest before you see the trees. You're
2: really gonna do this. (sighs)
4: Scott, you have to understand. This place was great, but when you put personal goals and personal friendships in front of business things need to change yes i told anthem yes i told the board and they're going to make a change and effective immediately don Callis, you are fired from impact wrestling you are fired as an evp
3: It's it's ah, God, You're too weak to do what needs to be done. It. I'm the only one who does what needs to be done around here. And you, you stupid piece of garbage, you Bruce Prichard stooged. This is sick. This is sick. This whole place is going to hell in a handbasket. Right, Don. Now go ahead. Why don't you make Dreamer the CEO? This is ridiculous. There's a trash bag waiting for you, you in the back. You should both be fired. Both of you fired. I'm fired.
2: 25 years. I'm fired,
3: huh? Right, bro, we'll see about that! We'll see about that! You and your piece of garbage professional wrestlers! Six. I don't a joke. This is a joke. Whoa! You were a jackal then. You're a jackal now. Listen Sammy, hey, this is between me and Scott and Tommy. You are not Executive Vice President anymore.
1: <clears throat> Technically speaking, oh. I don't think that's taken effect yet i nothing to worry about. I'm not here to show you any violence. That'd be too easy. Where's the fun in that, Don? No. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take the one person you love more than anything, Kenny Omega. And I'm going to bash his damn brains in. You can't do that. Tim. I'm gonna Sammy, make it, please. You watch.
0: So there you go, guys. You heard it exactly from YouTube's Impact, Impact's YouTube channel, and from Impact's Twitter and Instagram. Don Callis has been fired as EVP of Impact Pro Wrestling. Sammy Callahan has been reinstated, and the anniversary match between Sammy Callahan and... Kenny Omega for the Impact World Heavyweight Championship is on. And Tommy Dreamer did the whole thing. Guys. Impact's getting crazy. It's getting better. It's getting sharper. I'm telling you, Slammiversary is going to be the show you need to watch. And you heard it from Impact's YouTube channel. It is going to be the one you need to watch. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Sammy Callahan. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Don. Don, you know, is not going to let this go. He's not going to drop this. This isn't going to settle with him at well at all just to be a manager for Kenny Omega. That's not going to work. That's not going to settle. So you can imagine Don is going to be on a tirade coming toward Slammiversary. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Could we see Don Callis not only be in a tirade, uh, on a tirade on a w- tirade uh, on, on Impact's world scale, could we see him turn into a, ti- on a tirade on AEW? That is a strong possibility. But, sky's the limit as to what's going to happen. Looking forward to seeing Slammiversary. Looking forward to seeing Sammy Callahan versus Kenny Omega. This is going to be an interesting match. And I'm going to make an early prediction. I'm going to make an early prediction. Not saying this is going to happen. Not saying that this is right. I, I don't know. I'm not you know, on the inside track. But I'm telling you, I'm going to make an early prediction. Guys, I see Slammiversary, the Impact World Heavyweight Title going to Sammy Callahan. I see it coming. The gears are turning, the wheels are in motion. Sammy is about to become the new Impact World Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. How he's gonna get it is is unknown to me. How he's gonna be able to beat Don Callis and Kenny Omega at their own game? I don't know. But this right here exploded in a dazzling ball of flame, which leads up to a loss for Kenny Omega at Slamiversary against the madman himself, Sammy Callahan. It's coming. And I'm excited to see this happen. I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Like I told you guys, the sky's the limit. And you got to hear it first on Impact YouTube channel, Impact Twitter, and Impact's Instagram. If you want to physically see what happened not just hear it but see it go to impact youtube channel go to impact twitter or go to impacts instagram and you can catch the whole thing in its entirety on the screen so you can see the exact raw emotion between Tommy Dreamer, Don Callis, and Scott Demore. I promise, and Sammy Callahan. You will not be disappointed. And guys, like I said, I'm a little bit sorry about that little interference that came in between, but like I said, it came from YouTube channel. So sometimes when you're on the YouTube channel, commercials pop in, it happens. But you got to hear it anyways, so it was an incredible thing to get to hear. And like I told you guys on In the Ring with Brandy, you never know what's gonna pop up. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what you might hear. So, keep listening. Keep paying attention. You might get something really good and You guys got to hear it first, courtesy of Impact YouTube channel. So, don't you know, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys got to hear it. I wanted you guys to hear it because it is an excellent, excellent ending to Impact for this week. Excellent way to set up Slammiversary. Excited to see what's going to happen. Again, you guys, I want to thank you guys for listening because without you guys, there would be no in the rank with Brandy. I appreciate you guys very, very much. I, you know, I love giving you guys exclusives I love giving you guys snippets I love giving you guys anything that you guys want to hear I love to give it to you I love to be one of the ones that lets you hear it first so you know what's going on for those of you who can't see Impact or any of these other shows you know, AEW, WWE, any of those shows that you can't see you get the opportunity to hear it so you get to feel the raw emotion I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen next and like again guys I appreciate you guys without you guys there would be no me. Give me a shout out. Tell me what you think. Tell me about what you just heard. What you think is going to happen next. I would love to hear what you guys think. What your opinion will be. What's going to happen at Slammiversary? What could happen next week on Impact? What could we see on Saturday Night Dynamite? I'm interested to hear you. So, follow me and give me a, give me a shout out on my social media, on my Facebook on my Twitter at Wrestling Nights, Nights with the Z, and my Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. Tell me what you guys think because that is a cool snippet and it's something really interesting that I thought you guys might want to hear. Instead of me physically telling you, I thought you should hear it from Don, Sammy's, Scott's, and Dreamer's mouth. I thought you guys really needed to hear it. Again, I want to thank you guys so much for listening because without you guys there would not be a me. Remember, follow me on my social media, my Facebook, my Twitter at Wrestling Nights Nights with a Z, and my Instagram at InTheRingWithBrandy. And we'll see you guys next time with more wrestling action. Again, guys, thank you so much. Have a great night. Thank you.